Welcome to the Women in Leadership, Body, Mind, Soul, and Business podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And together we are working to connect women in leadership and business to build relationships, empowering each other, improving the health and wellness of our community, body, mind, and soul, sharing the heart and soul of what we, who we are and what we do. And this week is a very special week for us. This is book week. It's book week. And this is our last episode of, of the, the quarter. quarter. And it's a transition episode for us. And we're so excited to have our friend and author, Leslie Rochelle. Thank you so much for joining us today. We love having you. You are an amazing intuitive leadership coach and author back with us today to talk about your book, which I have right here. It's called Silent Grief, Healing, and Hope, um, 15 Inspirational Stories of Infertility, Miscarriage, and Child Loss. So this book is very special to you for many reasons, but I will let you tell us all about it. So Leslie. Perfect. Awesome. Um, this book, thank you for having, thank you for having me back. Um, I really appreciate, uh, really appreciate the two of you for having me back here as well. This oh. book, what, was, in, what inspired yeah. you to write it? What inspired you to write this book? It was a message from somebody else. So I had, um, written in another book the same year, um, and became friends with one of the other authors. And I had, you know, I've, because of the books, I've really had a, a, a fantastic opportunity to meet other authors and different people. And, and sometimes they're just right in your back, right in your backyard. Um, so I had become friends with um, another author, um, Blaze Hunter, who was an incredible human being and humanitarian. And she had posted something on her Facebook page about her um, group that she has created. It's called Footprints, and it's a, like a physical place that people can go. And she put a post on there, and I said, oh, I know how you feel. <laughs> like, I don't know, know how you feel, but I understand um, what you're going through and what other people are really going through. And it inspired me to say something on that post, which I hadn't told anybody else yet. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is the person that I was in the first book with reached out and said, please be in my book. Mm-hmm. And I said, Ooh, I don't know <laughs> if, if I want to do that. Um, because it was a story that I really kept to, to myself. And then to really, until I was inspired to knowing that what we what we can produce here for somebody else can help them through their own journey. So I kind of got over my own uh, shame, uh, maybe some guilt there as well, to be able to share my story. And it was such an incredible experience, more than anything that I could even have uh, had imagined going into it. I just had to get over the fear of um, letting people into this really intimate piece of my life. Mm-hmm. What would you like uh, the reader to take away when they're reading your story? Really to know that they're not alone, right? Um, unfortunately, this uh, the topic here is something that uh, many, many uh, women um, have to go through. Um, I think the last statistic I heard was like one in three yeah, women. Yeah. 
one in three. So look at your friends. How many, how many friends do you have? And we're a high statistic here because I know it's two of three, Uh two of three. Yep. Yeah. Two of three of us. Yeah. And And it's really just to have that story that connects people Mm -hmm. where they can maybe relate or resonate with something to know that, you know, this was similar to my experience and this person is, you know, thriving in their life, I can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But do allow yourself time to go through the stages that you need to go through. Don't stay in one too long, except for the final point, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Moving on with your life. Yeah. Absolutely. I just got the goosebumps. And I like that you're you're in a collection of stories that have this similar message, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's a collection of women that have gone through this too. It's not just Mm -hmm. one of you telling your story. It's a collection to show that, that there's a whole community of beautiful souls that have had this happen to them Mm -hmm. and that they've had to deal with it and you can get through it. It is possible. It doesn't feel like it at the moment, but it is possible. That's right. And you come out changed. Not that that change is is bad. And, you know, (laughs) I may trigger somebody on this, but it's a lesson that we have, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Because you come out changed and now you have a deeper capacity for Mm -hmm. compassion. Now you have a deeper capacity for understanding. Now you have a deeper capacity uh, for helping somebody else, increasing the empathy that that you have because you've gone through it. Like mm-hmm. you have a deeper understanding than most. Yeah. 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 And I know yeah. when you're in the middle of that really darkness, you're like, I don't want to be a help for someone else right like when it's really dark Mm -hmm. so don't think that that that's where you're you need to be right in the moment it will come in time or when you're coming out the other end you feel guilty for moving on oh yeah right yeah and that's part of that growth process that you have to go through and that often I find um, with some of the others that I know that have gone through similar circumstance, um, it's that guilt for moving on. That's the hardest part to, to come over on the other side. Yeah. And feel sometimes what happens is we try to push it aside. Mm -hmm. I'll deal with this later Mm -hmm. until you're forced (laughs) to deal with it in one way or another. So Mm -hmm. if you can, or if you know somebody who is going through this, if you can simply be there for them Mm -hmm. and help them through the stages that they need to go through, feel everything that you need to feel in order to process Mm -hmm. it. Um, And then start figuring out, okay, what does my life look like now? Right. There's a whole world of people asking that right now. What is what does normal look like now for me? Right. Right. And that new new normal we have learned in this post pandemic world that the new normal, it's different. It's not necessarily good. It's not necessarily bad. It's just different. And so moving into your new normal after child loss, um, infertility, miscarriage, whatever the case may be, it's different. You feel different because you are different. You see things differently because 
you have experienced things differently. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Our perspectives change when we have new experiences, right? Yeah. Um, this is, this is, this is a growth moment. You know, we're not going to see it in the time. And I, and I understand that completely, um, you know, having been through, we don't get it right now. Mm-hmm. And that's we okay. Will, and that's okay. And that, and that's fine. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to figure out what the bigger purpose is um, for this right now. It will come to you and it will be shown you if you allow yourself to process and move on. Cause that's really important because when you think about, you know, the little souls that have passed, they don't want you to hmm. stop your life mm-hmm. because this happened. Right. Yeah. Right. And they don't. And, you know, um, any of our loved ones who have gone before us don't want their passing to hold us back. They want us to keep living and keep thriving and do all the things, you know. So by holding yourself back because of the grief, you're not serving um their purpose either right it's it's an honor yeah right? it is it's not honor honor. yeah mm-hmm. okay so leslie what was your um writing experience like you know how like when you were actually sitting down to write what was what was that like for you i like that you're like motioning like pen and paper was it a pen and paper <laughs> Uh, did yeah. you start like I tend to like oh my gosh do we have the same pen <laughs> oh it is oh my gosh we really like these the, pins they're called yeah, yeah, joy okay. paper me oh my gosh even the same color that's funny oh my gosh I love that <laughs> see we're soul that's sisters there you um, <laughs> so you're a pen to paper gal so you you sat down with pen and paper some of it was some of it was pen to paper, really just trying to figure out the ideas of it, and then the rest because I type faster than I write. It was mm-hmm. going in and um, taking a look at how did I want this um, story to be told? Do I want to just say this was all lousy stuff, or is there really because there is a bigger point to this? So how did it start and how did it end to be able to give somebody hope at the end there right. as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really how I choose to how I chose to put this to put this together um, to be able to help somebody up to a greater degree. The writing the, the writing process, yes, pen to paper is incredibly therapeutic. And if you're wanting to journal some stuff out, this is the best way to do it. Don't use your computer to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had the fantastic, fantastic uh, publisher. Uh, Dana Zarcone, who um, did this one for us. And she has a very, the different publishers do things different ways, but she has a very project management style, which I love being from corporate. Um, so being able to go through that process and just, you know, having those milestones um, set in place, having the editors look at things. One thing that I did learn from the first book that I applied to the second book was overwrite because they gave you a certain word count mm-hmm. uh, and then things are going to be edited out. Um, so overwrite, and then you can actually bring it, bring it back um, is, is one of the, the things that uh, I did learn big lesson on that 
Yeah. Super incredible. So you don't want to end up with less words than they want you to have. Right. So I like that, like overwrite it, like don't be afraid to use your words and put it out there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause the editing process will knock it down a little bit as well. Um, so yeah, just, just, just write the story the way that you'd like for it to be told. And then somebody can help you kind of put it together. So it makes sense um, to the, to the reader and change some verbiage and, and, and things like that. As well. I always get in my head about my story. Like it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so I think that that's really cool. I can see in the future, like working with someone that could help me make sure it makes sense to everyone else. Like that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's really exciting that we are in a place where we are going to write a book. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's a thing. We <laughs> don't know when that's going to happen yet. You. Or whatever it looks like. But yes, we have tools, right? Um, in our toolbox. And we'd love to share those with, with everybody. And um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's on our dream board to happen. We're just not sure what that's going to look like right now. Right. But the seed has been planted. So just uh, start writing, start writing something, right? Yes. Put ideas on paper and you may find after six months, you've got a lot, a really, really good start to your book versus just keeping them up here. Mm-hmm. Just start writing, just start writing them out or even start writing out your table of contents. What are the chapters going to be about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, that's fun too. Cause it could be different seasons of life, like different, mm-hmm. there's different ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you just wrote it for your family, like what a nice gift for them. Like, mm-hmm. you, but your you story don't know. Need, yeah. Your story needs to be shared though. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So um, as a writer, what would you choose as your mascot, mascot avatar or spirit animal? My spirit animal. Um, Probably, probably a cat, <laughs> like, uh, you know, that free spirited, just kind of doing their own thing. Um, you know, not really caring about what other people think about what they're writing. What down kind here. of cat? Because there's uh, so many cats. That's a huge category. Oh, yeah, <laughs> probably a Persian cat. Nice and fluffy Ooh, and comfortable. Okay. You know, the one that you kind of want to be around um, there. And uh, yeah, that would I would probably say a cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Do you Google yourself? I have. Um, more for a purpose, trying to find something that I know, like if I've been on something or I'm looking for a, a, a YouTube that I've been on um, to create our media page. So I have done some Googling, <laughs> like where are all these things at? So yeah, I have, I have Googled myself. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if not nothing alone. else, just to track all, all the stuff down. Right? Right. Yeah. Like, uh, where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and our last question for you today is uh, what are you reading right now? Brene Brown Atlas of the heart is uh, what I have on audio. She's so incredible. And I love the way that she speaks and I love the way that she conveys the information. I love that um, she reads her audios like yeah, in yeah. her own voice. Like it's yeah. so much more powerful <laughs> when you're right. listening to an author read their book. Yeah. 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 And she's such a, an incredible speaker and she's real. Like she's someone mm-hmm. that you could meet and just have. I think there was like. 
25 years of research went into that mm-hmm. book. 25 is this her, is this years. Her new book? I think this is her newest book, this isn't it? Newest book? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've seen it. I think it's in my like wish list for my books, mm-hmm. my next books to read, but I have I haven't touched it yet. I just know that she's gonna call me out. <laughs> <laughs> you know like the, you're talking directly to me right yeah. Yeah. yeah she really gets to like the heart and core of emotions especially in this book it's about your heart and how it works and reacts to things and yeah. you had a, a takeaway before um did you write it down oh uh no I didn't. no we didn't do you have a takeaway for our, our favorite chapter or the chapter you're on that you would like to share um within the the Brene Brown book the Brene reading. Brown book I'm at the beginning of it but there is one piece um that talks about comparison and it goes something That's... yeah I'm not going to probably you know do it exactly as is now let's introduce um, the concept because like, yeah, every yeah, little concept, bit helps us right that's right the concept is that comparison piece um which one is not good to do that but really people want to comparison is trying to be like everyone else except better right right i'm right? better than instead me. of instead of we yeah. could just figure out who we are and what we like instead of trying to emulate somebody else um and this is yeah, this is, this is one of the pieces that's probably uh, incredibly powerful and beneficial for our lives when we can truly identify who we are and what we want, not what uh, we think other people want from us. It sounds a lot to me in a lot of the other books and things that I've been reading it's about working with the ego, right? Taming that. Yeah. yeah. Ego can be your friend or your foe. Yeah. And it's how you use that in a positive way. Yeah. That comparison piece and that self-judgment, I think is a huge part of that. Talk to your ego, get, be be friends with it. Cause sometimes you just need to say, Hey, you know what? I, I appreciate you coming and and showing me this. And I understand that you're trying to keep me safe and I love you for that. However, I'm going to ask you just to have a seat over there and I'm going to go do this thing, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whatever that is. Um, don't fight against it because you're still focusing on it, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, even if you're saying, I don't want to do this thing, well, you're moving away it's, from something versus towards something else. You're right. still giving it the energy. That's right. Yeah. 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 So it's there. Oh, wow. We know it's there. Just give it a name, whatever, you know, whatever name you want to give her or him uh-huh. and uh, just be friends, you know, definitely be friends. I think that goes right along with yeah. um, having fear and doing it anyways. That's right. right. Fear and excitement have the exact same uh, physiological experiences that you have. So now you get to choose. Am I, am I afraid or am I excited? I heard that recently too, is that fear and excitement feel the same in the body. Mm. So um, yeah, trying to figure out which one's fear and which one's excitement. Like, are you really excited or are you, are you really not? And uh, Mm. listening to your intuition is a big part of that. So one of the reasons why we were so excited to have you as a guest today is that we're transitioning from um, one quarter's cause of the quarter to the next quarter's cause of the quarter. 
So this is the last day of the quarter that we are supporting the the boogie bin. And we would still love for you guys to continue to support the boogie bin and donate your gently used or new uh, pet items um, so that they can be used and loved by other animals. Um, But next quarter, our cause of the quarter is the Tears Foundation. And the Tears Foundation has helped me my sister and our families overcome child loss and grief. And they are now international, but, and um, I think they just hit their 22nd year. Uh, Sarah Slack is amazing. She's the founder of the Tears Foundation. We'll have her on the podcast later. And she's from Puyallup, Washington. She started the foundation here locally in Washington and it is now international south of where we live in the Mm -hmm. Pacific Northwest. So Mm -hmm. we're further North or South of Seattle as Puyallup, Washington. So there's a few things that the tears foundation does. They help support um, families who have experienced uh, child loss um, in many different ways, you know, miscarriage. Uh, my my niece, unfortunately, passed to SIDS. I had a child with a uh, birth defect um, that I ended up having to um, terminate the pregnancy because of the birth defect. Um, and, you know, they, they wrap their arms around these women and these families and help support them in the most trying time of life. And when our kids are little is usually when we are, um, don't really have a whole lot of funds to spare. Right. Right. And so they help with, um, funeral arrangements and helping set those up, answering a lot of the questions so that you don't have to repeat yourself 10 million times. Um, they, help with uh, the funeral costs, casket costs, the headstone, you know, all that stuff. But then they also help with SIDS awareness and um, child loss awareness all over the world. And in third world countries, they are now providing baby boxes for um, expectant and new mothers and teaching them how to properly care for the babies with hygiene and nutrition and all that stuff. They're doing really amazing things. That's awesome because that will help our, um, their death rate. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I know that when I was younger, I worked for the women, infant, children, um, program. And, uh, I learned that when we learned some of these things, our, our, um, infant death rate went down mm-hmm. because we were more aware of SIDS. We were more aware of what, you know, these things happening. And so that's really cool. Like that they've reached a global stage. Like, yeah. It's, it's really exciting. So this is a cause really near and dear to my heart. And they're having a, a gala coming up um, about the middle of next quarter that my family and I will, we have a table every year at um, and it's super fun. And so when I get all the information to that, for that, I will make sure I post about that, but um, yeah. So, so that's our cause of the quarter. It's, it's so I don't, I think we surprised Leslie with that, that <laughs> she was our transition. Yeah. <laughs> we were, 
I would like, because I didn't know that. So I would like to support that. So with every purchase of the digital copy of the book, which is $4.99 Canadian. So in US, it's like $2. I don't know. Okay. Something like that. <laughs> a quarter. It's yeah. a quarter. Because <laughs> our, our exchange rate is terrible. So um, right now I have, um, my, my prices are in Canadian. June 1st, mm-hmm. I will be going to US. Um, mm-hmm. The book is $4.99, the digital copy. For every, um, for every book, digital book that is purchased, I will donate 25% oh. of the proceeds to your charity of choice. Oh, that is amazing, Leslie. I can't <sighs> wait to tell Sarah. She will be so excited about that. That is a huge blessing. Um, so, and it's only $4.99. Four ninety nine for the digital copy. This is for the digital copy of the and, digital copy. Yeah. And by the time this is airing in July, you will have your U.S. prices um, up, and it'll be. We'll make sure that the link to the digital copy is um, put in all the descriptions, all the places, including on our website, for which you have your own category. Um, so <laughs> you will have your own spot on our website. Um, so the links will all be there. Yeah. yeah, perfect. So for every uh, digital copy that's sold between um, July and August, um, I will provide those that donation to your charity. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That is a huge blessing, You're Leslie. You're welcome. Oh, my heart. I just, I want, I want, it's like, I all the feels. Um, Leslie, again, we always love having you on. You're truly a blessing to us and so many others. Thank you for being an intuitive leadership coach for us and our listeners today and helping support another great cause. Um, That's amazing. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here. Thank you. And again, we want to say thank you to our listeners. Of course, we couldn't be at this table today without you. So we enjoy hearing your voice and we welcome you to the table. Um, if you have, would like to contact us at all, it's www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And make sure you check out all of Leslie's links while you're there. And um, we will see you guys again soon. Namaste. Namaste.